0: 2 Corinthians 9. Now it is superfluous for me to write to you about the ministry for the saints, for I know your readiness, of which I boast about you to the people of Macedonia, saying that Achaia has been ready since last year, and your zeal has stirred up most of them. But I am sending the brothers so that our boasting about you may not prove empty in this matter, so that you may be ready, as I said you would be. Otherwise, if some Macedonians came with me and find that you are not ready, we would be humiliated to say nothing of you for being so confident. So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to go on ahead to you and arrange in advance for the gift you have promised, so that it may be ready as a willing gift, not as an exaction. The point is this. his inexpressible gift. End of reading. So Paul just got done talking about. In what we call chapter 8. About uh, how the Macedonians. In a severe moment of affliction. They still overflowed with generosity. And joy and all that stuff. And so now we're going to the present tense or i guess i should say future tense and paul is saying okay so um you guys need to be ready to to be generous as well i thought it in verse five i thought it urge necessary to urge the brothers to go on ahead to you to arrange in advance for the gift you have promised so there's a gift that these folks in corinth have promised, So oh, it's not just like Paul is just making them do something. He, he's saying, you guys said yourselves you were ready and you promised this. So, okay, I'm sending brothers in advance so that it may be ready as a willing gift, not as an exaction. And to hammer this point home more, verse 7, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And that verse 7, by my estimation, is probably the best one-sentence description of, you know, Christian giving, Christian generosity. Which is why I think, you know, for Steve Green, it's a good choice to make a song on that verse because it's just, it says everything that, well, I mean, it says close to everything that we want to say. And the verse before it as well the point is this, he's literally saying what the point is, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And later, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, so Paul is, you know, stirring up this, uh, well, he's just bringing up what they promised a year ago. And, uh, he's, uh, seeking to complete this thing that they promised they or they they said they desired a year ago that's what he said in the previous chapter two he said okay you pro you had this desire a year ago now complete that desire in doing it uh and you know he's not saying uh like he he's saying he's saying this because again because they pref- they said themselves they want to do this he's not like trying to guilt trip them into doing this. Uh, He's, he's saying that now, now is this time you are in the position where you can give, you promise this, you're ready to go give as you have decided in your heart. Uh, It's a willing gift. It's not an exaction. So he's clarifying all this. It's not a guilt trip. Uh, He's saying, uh, let's bring this desire to completion. And he's, and he's promising them. This is a good thing. Whoever sows bountifully will reap bountifully so there's something good for you as well uh verse 10 this is actually the verse that in this reading uh i i've never really looked at this verse all that much but verse 10 it says he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food which that's god he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness so uh, you know, he's saying, I mean, God gives you the seeds cause he's also the one who makes the seeds grow. <laughs> uh, God, God gives you the resources because he's, he's, he, he gives you the resources to sow stuff. Cause he's also the God who, who brings the harvest, who increases the harvest. So he's not, he's not trolling and it's not the other way around either. It's not like God is waiting. Okay. I'm trying to harvest. Well, they don't have any seeds. They need to come up with their own seeds. What's going on over there? No, but Paul is saying God is on, is in every step of this process. He supplies the seed. He supplies the bread. He supplies the harvest. He he supplies it all, and he gives the growth. He increases it. So this is this process is something that God is faithful in. It, that's why he gives that verse, uh, I believe, from Psalms in verse 9. Yeah, Psalm 112. He says, God has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. And to be clear, I added God. It just says His, but obviously it's talking about God. God is able to make all grace abound to you. So that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. That's that's a promise from God. And then Paul, to, to hammer this point home about the promise of God in sowing bountifully and reaping bountifully. He says in verse 11, you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but it's also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. So it's not just supplying these material needs. It's bringing about spiritual blessings. In this case it says many thanksgivings to god and by their approval of this service they will glorify god because of your submission that comes from your confession of the gospel of christ and the generosity of your contribution for that uh so again like i was saying yesterday and the day before that uh these are some some great verses that we've been reading in the past few chapters of how we we christians are how god blesses and supplies and completes the needs for for other people you know he talked we talked about how titus was refreshed and paul was refreshed by these christians uh we're talking about you know financial or material needs being met uh we're talking about how other people can teach and teach others in the church and make them grow in wisdom and knowledge of God. So, um, you, you know, God could just instantly download information in our minds, or he could just teleport, you know, a piece of bread to us, just make it appear. He could do that, but just he usually doesn't do it that way. He usually does it through his people. And it's not just for the person receiving that gift of the material need or the lesson or whatever, but there's a benefit in the person giving it too. So there's such a rich, uh, all encompassing, holistic blessing for all people involved that comes from this thing. And, uh, I think that's something really cool about the past few verses or chapters we've been reading.